This podcast brought to you by the Canadian Association of Radiology, Resident and Fellow Section. Hello, radiology residents, and welcome back to the Learning in the Dark interview series. We will be interviewing expert staff radiologists about various radiology approaches. We hope these little snippets continue to brighten and add to your toolkit when taking cases and rounds. Today, we are lucky enough to be joined by Dr. Emil Lee, both a diagnostic and interventional radiologist in the Fraser Valley. His organized, kind, and approachable demeanor is evident in his extensive leadership endeavors. These have spanned from the local to international level, including being the prior president of the Canadian Association of Radiologists. Welcome, Dr. Lee. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Learning in the Dark interview series. I am lucky enough to be joined today by Dr. Lee. So he's going to take it away and tell us a little bit about um, an approach to leadership and getting involved early on in your training. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, happy to be here. Um, so just a bit of background about me, like uh, why do I feel like I have any reason to speak about this stuff? So um, I was lucky enough to be president of the BC Radiologic Society and then the Canadian Association of Radiologists. I have an administrative head as regional medical director and regional department head for Fraser Health. And so um, I've taken a few leadership courses along the way. Um, and it's just something I think that residents don't really get that much exposure to. They do now a little bit more through some of the initiatives that are done through the CAR, but it was something that when, when I saw that you were looking for people to talk about, it was like, okay, let's take something different rather than an approach to say a CT head or a chest X-ray or something like that. Let's think a little bit more meta and, and look at leadership. So I think, uh, like, really, what, what is your primary goal when you're in early years of residency? It is to learn how to be a radiologist. Let's, like, not <laughs> put too fine a point on that. Um, but, you know, we do need people who are able to take positions of leadership in the future. It's very clear that, that medicine, particularly in Canada, is um, it's a massive administration. Um, like, there's equipment, there's governments you have to interact with, there's... Um, health authority administration has to interact with. And the more people that we can put into leadership positions, not just at the association level, but also within health authorities, um, becoming CEOs, becoming, um, you know, high ups, VPs, et cetera, in health authorities, I think the better it will be for the healthcare system, because I think that radiologists as a whole are great people and very smart. But it'll also be really good for radiology because you have people who can understand. And I think it's one of the things is that we are different um, <clears throat> from not kind of the, the typical specialty that most people think of. When you say, oh, I'm thinking about a physician, they think of eMERGE docs, or they think of yeah. surgeons, or they think, think of family docs. Uh, radiologists are a little bit different. And I think because of that, we think of things a little bit differently. We tend to think of things system-wide. And I think that the biggest thing that I've noticed is that radiologists tend to think of the next step. Yeah. Like you see a finding on a chest X-ray and then you say, oh, what do we do next? Or you see it on a CT, what do we do next? Mm -hmm. You see it on an MR, you know, should you refer it to the next position? Whereas a lot of times it, it seems like many specialties are more reactive, whereas we kind of 
look out into the future, I think a bit more. That's kind of our, the nature of our training. And I think that, that, that suits us to roles where we can help shape the system that we work in. So, you know, I think as a, as a young resident, certainly in medical school, you can get involved in your medical student associations. Um, I was involved with like, uh, the resident association, like part of BC at the time. Um, you can get involved there. And there's many different levels, like um, the uh, doctors of BC, like your medical association will have places for residents on some of their committees. Um, and also even the CMA, the Canadian Medical Association will have that. And then if you're more interested in the specialty, obviously, you know, that's kind of my, my um, bailiwick. In the Canadian Association of Radiologists, we have the RFS, the radio, the resident and fellow section. Um, which reaches down to medical students as well. And we really encourage young residents to get involved in that. And then they slowly learn, right? Now that we've got that established as a pipeline of residents who have been absolutely fantastic in the RFS, they've done so much good work and they've learned so much and they can teach the next set of residents. So now we have a pipeline of future radiology leaders, which is just fantastic. Um, so you can do that and you can get involved in your provincial association. So um, there's uh, the BC Radiologic Society often has resident members and there are scholarships where we send people to um, the meetings. There's uh, leadership uh, courses that you can take. So there's all sorts of things you can get interested in. Um, what I do find is that, and then that will give you a bit of a basis for when you go out into the community to academic setting or that sort of thing to um, know how to how to deal with people. A lot of it, like in any of those positions, I always talk about this, whenever you have one of those hats, the biggest thing that you have to deal with is people. Um, it isn't always just equipment or finances. Sure, there's a lot of that. But a lot of it is in order to um, make sure that you're getting kind of the, the best equipment or the best personnel or uh, the best initiatives of the best programs going forward, you have to interact with people. You have to know how to get along with your administrators, how to talk to donors. You have to talk to um, people in government. And at the CAR level, we often lobby directly to the Minister of Health, to their, um, to their administrators and to other MPs, et cetera. So you kind of have to, and inculcating that in yourself, I think will also... Um, help you just in your everyday interactions with other physicians and with patients and that sort of thing. But it gives you just that little bit of extra, okay, I know how to do this. I've started at a smaller level and then it can just kind of build. So, I mean, we now have people like Andrew Lum, who is a vice dean in medical school. And we've had people who have gone on to become MLAs and even MPs and that sort of thing. So I do think there's, there's lots of room to grow. And start with that kind of like supported environment. And exactly. And I think you'll, you'll find that people, many of your uh, academic mentors will be interested, like if you're interested yeah. in these sorts of things. I mean, obviously, you know, first and foremost is learning radiology, making sure that you, um, you know, uh, get to be the best rad and the best trained one that you can be. But there, there is extra time um, and with a little bit of extra effort, you can also explore other avenues. And it, it's, I think it actually increases resiliency. I really do. Because it gives you a bit of an extra outlet. Uh, I know I get asked this all the time, like, you know, why? 
Why would you want to, you know, put on these hats? They're, they're difficult. Why would you want to, you know, take on an administrative role? And I think, you know, I, I thought about this a fair bit. I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, just in me, I would be very frustrated if I saw problems that I think might have solutions, but I had no voice to, other than complaining, um, to actually try and make a difference. And so I think, you know, uh, the, the use of, uh, of having a hat where you have a seat at the table, where we sit on the health authority medical advisory committee, um, where if, if there's another program that wants to start something that impacts on radiology, or you want to expand somewhere, um, that you have a voice at the table. Um, and I think it, what it does is if you are interested in this sort of thing, then um, you have the opportunity to change the system. I mean, no, no one's going to come in and, and like just sort of magically make everything better. But you can make incremental changes to say, yeah, let's, let's fix this little problem. And then maybe that can help the next stage and so on and so on. Um, you, you have to get used to incremental change. <laughs> Otherwise, you will get, uh, you'll, you'll never succeed in a lot of these roles. Uh, if you look at, say, for example, and, and let's just sort of pop straight to the political realm, um, we have been lobbying for years for there to be an investment in um, equipment and in personnel, um, which has been uh, exacerbated by COVID. Um, for years through multiple administrations. So through presidents before me and all the presidents leading up to now um, and boards have been lobbying MPs over 150 separate uh, meetings with MPs and, yeah. uh, and government personnel on the Hill talking about this kind of investment for the future for radiology. And if and when that happens, we, we hope that the latest budget has some uh, earmarked funds that we are hoping will get directed to radiology. If that happens, it will be because of that, that constant lobbying, that incremental raising of awareness about radiology. And that, that I think is a really good model for doing initiatives everywhere, really. Like at, whether it's at your health authority level or in the province or in the, the country or really any issue. That's kind of how we have to go about it. It's very seldom that you just get something like this lightning bolt out of the blue that says, oh, we just found a billion dollars under the mattress and we're going to give it to you. What? Yeah, fantastic. Oh my you gosh. Know, I, not that I would say yeah. no. But, no, of course not. But that doesn't tend to be how things happen. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to be at the right place at the right time and talk to the right people and know, you know, know your stuff know what's what's important for your uh for your specialty or for your health authority or for your hospital for your group yeah. and in particular because it's all really about patient care what you think is the best way for us to you know um deliver our service in the best possible way with the highest possible quality and uh that's why i think it's it's kind of exciting to get involved in some of this stuff yeah. um it's you, you don't, it's, you're not going to change everything tomorrow, but I think you can make things better over time. You can definitely take that. You take that learning from the beginning and go all the way through from support to more of a leadership role to advocating and it makes exactly. the job and system so worthwhile. 
Yeah. And that, that also doesn't, that should say like, if, if people don't have an interest in residency, that's, that doesn't mean that later on you can't learn. Um, there's, we we're always looking for um, training new leaders and then people who haven't stepped up before just because you didn't do it in residency. If you weren't part of the RFS or you weren't part of um, uh, Docs of BC or the BC Radiologic Society or the C or early on doesn't mean you can't do it later on. We're always looking for people who are interested. Um, uh, I'll tell you uh, the, the story I usually think about this is that because it's often, particularly in radiology, it's always the same people who end up kind of stepping forward. Yeah. Probably the best analogy I can think of is if you have a like a big party at your house back before COVID, you know, back when you could actually do this, and you have a whole bunch of people over, and then the party's over and everyone goes, except for there's always like a few people who stay behind to clean up. It's always the same people. And those are the people who end up stepping into leadership positions because they're the ones (laughs) who are are willing to put in the work You say, okay, I have a bit of responsibility here. I will do it. Um, And uh, whenever I, whenever I sort of talk to people about that, I mean, yeah, they sort of laugh about it. And then I think, oh yeah, you're right. That's not true. Yeah. (laughs) It's so true. I love that. But doesn't mean that everyone else doesn't have the ability to clean. No, exactly. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they, they can certainly step up in the future. Yeah. But the ones who have that kind of natural inclination, uh, I find are often the ones that will, will end up kind of stepping forward. And sometimes it's actually the, um, I, I think it's the responsibility of current leaders to look for some of those people. Yeah. You know, tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, you know, you, you kind of look like you want to get involved in this. Do you want to step forward and just kind of help them along? I think that that's one of the things I've learned over time is that uh, some of one of the best responsibilities of a of a leader is to create more yeah. of them, so that there's there's always that kind of uh, wave of people coming behind you who can help carry the ball forward. Absolutely, that's so it's very profound. I love that. <laughs> great. No, it is. It's a really great way to. Um, Think about it because you sometimes get stuck in the pit of like having to learn so much information, but to be able to take a step back and realize that you can work with your colleagues and make a, a like a difference on a more national level is pretty cool. Yeah. So thank yeah, you so much. There are opportunities out there. Yeah. Great. Thank you. It was really Very welcome. chatting with you today. Um, and hopefully we'll get to do this again sometime soon. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much, Dr. Lee, for those excellent insights. That wraps up the case for this week. Please join us coming soon for another interview mini-series. We hope this helps you with your approaches to rounds and everyday life in radiology. Stay happy and healthy out there.